0: What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It gives me great pleasure to welcome you back once again to Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Rowe Show. At time of recording, it is Tuesday, February 7th, 2017, and on the other line, calling all the way from Medford, Massachusetts, it's my boy, Matt Heinrichs. Matt, say hi to the people.
1: Hello, all. I just want to actually, uh, you know, clarify. I'm not from Medford, Massachusetts. I moved here recently, but I am a New Yorker forever.
0: Yes, you are. And what, and Uh, what, what part of New York are you from?
1: Uh, Nassau County five one six stand up.
0: Nassau Nassau County five one six stand up. Damn right. And yes. And you are a Jets fan.
1: I'm a Jets fan. I'm a Mets fan. I'm a Knicks fan. Hockey, I'm not really big on.
0: Um, I, I just. Yeah, it's really hard to I'm believe. It's really hard to believe that a a, a a one sports fan could just put that much self hatred into one like series of teams. Well,
1: but. that you can blame my father for that.
0: Nick's Mets Jets is just brutal.
1: And I've I've been to the World Series like I, I was physically there, uh two years ago against the Royals. But other than that I haven't even had a taste. I mean I mean the Jets went to the championship game in oh nine and ten. Great. They lost. So I mean everyone was at the parade today. I, I, that's not even like a fantasy of mine. It's so far gone.
0: Abs yeah, I mean you I do you think that one day you the you will see one of those three teams win a title?
1: Yeah, I mean the Mets aren't too far off. I mean I don't know. The pitching's great, you know that. Uh in it's any a young team, but the Jets are the Jets are galaxies away. The Knicks are galaxies away. Um, it's true. So it's sad though. It's but- sad.
0: Alas, we did not come on to lament uh, your poor tortured soul or the souls of all Mets, Jets, and Knicks fans. We came on to talk about the greatest Super Bowl of all time, and I think that I speak for all of New England when I say that we, pro- you know, we, we've been, we've been, we're the little city that could, and we just needed, you know, needed this moment.
1: See, I, I, I grew up in a time where Boston is not the little city that could. No, so, course, uh, I,
0: was, I was joking.
1: No, I have a, I have a different outlook on it. Um, but yeah, you guys are so spoiled; it's ridiculous. It's,
0: I I think I said to our mutual friend Elliot. Oh, also, people on the podcast should know that this is the first time we have ever talked on the phone, and we oh, still yeah, so, we still so, have never met in person.
1: I mean, we're working at the Kinks here, but we I think we're we're doing pretty well. And
0: you know, yeah, because all, all of our interactions thus far have been mostly comprised of tweeting about Kanye at each other. Yeah, the Kanye
1: and other things, sports, but mostly Kanye, yeah.
0: Which, at, at some point, we will do an entire Kanye pod. That, I think we'd have to be in person for that.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, we, there's a lot of topics we can tackle, um, but that would probably be first and foremost so, uh, after this one.
0: So you are watching the game last night, and Tevin Coleman scores to make it 28-3, to and are you, as a Jets fan, just relishing it the entire time?
1: Nah, um, I'm not actually, so it's funny, um, I mean, a cat's out of the bag, but I bet on the Patriots, so I mean, I'm I'm financially driven over anything when it comes to the NFL, besides the Jets, that's the Jets are first, but two is financial gain, so as much as I don't like the Patriots, if I have money at stake, uh, it's just I'm, I'm going to root for them, I don't care. The circumstance, so um, that was the case, and obviously I pulled that out of my ass. Um, I had the under as well, but that went up in smoke once it went out into overtime.
0: That is ins- um, that that isn't one of the most insane over under covers ever, too. Yeah,
1: right. It had no business because I mean that game. Tw- I mean I don't know. Like it, it, if 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 it played out like it should have, and basically the Falcons just kicked that field goal, it would have went under. But then the Pats would have lost. So I came out even. I would have come out even probably either way.
0: Now, so, did you did you make any additional prop bets or other bets on the game?
1: I did. I did. Um, oh yeah. So I bet the coin toss, um, which came up
0: tails. tails.
1: It's been tails the last three years. Uh, so naturally, I bet heads, uh, being the contrarian that I am. Mm-hmm. Um, now all this, Who told? I wish I would have known that they were wheeling out uh, HW. Right on his last leg, he, the dude can't flip a coin. No, it was the coin.
0: It was the it was the coin drop.
1: He dropped it and it rolled twelve feet and hit someone's foot, <laughs> and uh, and then it was uh, it ended up being tails. I I was livid because I don't think that should have counted. It was not a flip.
0: And then the and then the only actual coin toss of the game, the overtime toss, was heads.
1: I know, I know, I, I noticed that too, but you know what. It is what it is.
0: And what other bets did you make?
1: Uh, Let's see. I took... I'm just off the top of my head right now. Uh, I took the Falcons total under 27.5, which I screwed up royally, because it was available at 28 for the majority of the week, and it fell to 27.5, and and I settled for it. Mm. And I would have pushed.
0: And you would have pushed.
1: And I would have pushed. Um the other one that was funny was I took the third quarter under thirteen,
0: and you got it on the Gostowski miss. You pushed. Right.
1: So God bless that man. Um, that was just a thing of beauty. There was—I'm pretty
0: sure there was a really juicy bet of like maybe ten to one that a kick actually hits an upright. Right? It was some.
1: I mean, if if you're going with Gostowski as your kicker, you got to think that's like great value right there paying out 10 to 1 he does it every fourth game
0: so <laughs> i
1: mean that's i if i would have known that i probably would have taken it beforehand
0: i don't I th- it was at least seven to one it was a juicy juicy bet anyway well
1: i mean and and overtime too is the juiciest obviously because it's never gone I, th- I don't remember exactly what it was paying out but it paid out pretty handsomely so uh whoever ended up taking that good on you
0: and honestly so you started watching football i'm assuming like myself right around the turn of the century right around 2000 2001 is that
1: uh, i mean not to brag but maybe a little earlier oh, okay
0: uh,
1: i mean only because i've been as well not me personally obviously but my father's been a season ticket holder for the jets for i think now this was his 30th year wow um or maybe even longer than i'm, I'm not sure i always get uh I always get the year my parents got married and the year my dad started getting season tickets mixed up.
0: Um, that, that's a hysterical mix up.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was and and the and the '86 World Series all around the same time. Um, so there's like three dates in my head that are really uh, swirling, and I don't know which is which.
0: So, but, uh, so of all the in your in your uh, long tenure watching football games. I'm not, I'm not even going to ask you whether that's the best uh, Super Bowl you've ever seen. Is that the best football game you've ever seen? Um,
1: listen, the only reason, if I'm going to play Devil's Advocate, because I think it was the best football game ever, uh, professional football game ever. Right,
0: co- college is unfair.
1: Right, um, but I will say, if I'm going to play Devil's Advocate, that uh, you got basically two and a half to three quarters of shit. Right, uh, and you had one amazing, incredible, insane quarter. Um, so if you want to look at it that way, I don't know, maybe like the Giants Super Bowl with, with Tyree. Sorry to bring that up. Yep. Um, or or the the Pete Carroll Marshawn Lynch game. I mean, those were like full four quarter games. So if you want to make that argument, I, sure, I certainly I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at it. But uh, I I do think this was the best game ever.
0: I think I think I think you're you're right that uh, the Malcolm Butler game, which is what its actual name is Super Bowl Forty Nine, was yeah. a more complete sixty minute football game with more twists and turns. Right, Whereas it depends on what you're into, honestly. Yeah. And as the Patriots are coming back, at what point? What was the play where you were like, "Oh shit, this could go down"? Um,
1: I think when I think when they kicked the field goal. Uh, to, to bring it to 16 um i think that's when i was like this may actually happen
0: and um
1: yeah that, that, that i mean it's an odd play to pick maybe um but then once once i realized that it was a, a two-score game at that point uh, something clicked that I, I just not that i definitely thought but i was like this could happen this could definitely
0: happen did you hmm did you think there was any way the Falcons weren't going to end up with a field goal attempt after Julio Jones made that unicorn catch?
1: Uh, yeah, the black swan catch. Uh, I, I thought for sure that that was the game because, you know, again, you have to run the ball three times. You could get stuffed every time you
0: kick the field goal ball game. Yeah. Uh, what they're
1: doing passing the ball, uh, I, I couldn't tell you. So,
0: are you are you in the camp where you put this on Kyle Shanahan, the offensive coordinator, for calling a pass not only there but on third and one uh, when uh, Ryan got strip sacked by Dante Hightower, or are you putting it on Ryan for a not seeing Hightower on the strip sack and b taking the sack on second and eleven uh, after um, the Julio Jones I'm, catch?
1: I'm going to actually change on you, and I mean not to say that neither of those are to blame because everyone has blame here, but I think I'm putting it on Quinn the most, um, hmm. because as a head coach, that's you—you you have to take control there. You—if—if um, you if, if you be—you gotta be aware to the point where if your offensive coordinator is calling passes and it's clearly not the right decision, um, your job is to override that. I mean, there's obviously a hierarchy. Even if Quinn is a defensive-minded coach and he's basically ceded all the play calling to um to shanahan yeah well known that there's got to be be a point where it's like oh hold on here uh why are we passing it um right so i I think i'm putting it on quinn as as you know the head coach you got to be able to you know realize all right this is my time i'm calling the not that you have to call the plays but override them if necessary i think that was painfully obvious that you shouldn't have been passing it there
0: yeah he's got to make an executive order there
1: right exactly i mean it's like <laughs> it's like uh it's like the presidency i right. mean that's the executive branch
0: Yeah, dan uh, quinn is the and, executive branch uh right did, did do you have when you cl- when you look back on the game what one play are you going to think about is there one play that stands out of all the crazy plays i mean it's got to be edelman though yeah yeah
1: I mean, I can't really think of any other. Uh, I mean, aside from the Julio catch, but I mean, it's really all for naught at that point.
0: I, I still don't know how Julio caught that ball.
1: Oh, I don't either. I mean, like I said, if if that if if the Falcons win that game, that's going down in history as one of the best catches. Also, um, do you think? But the Edelman catch it has got to be. I mean, there's really no other answer to that question.
0: Do you think uh, which which uh, catch is going to be remembered more, uh, Julio Jones's catch or Jermaine Curse's juggling catch right before the Malcolm Butler interception? Julio. Yeah, I think it was of just a better catch. It was just a better catch. It I think insane. I think of all these catches, of all the ones that have happened to and against the Patriots, uh, and then f- four of them in the form of the Edelman catch. Julio's is the only one where it's just pure all skill.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, Ty, dude, Tyree, Tyree—that's the only catch he's ever, not the only catch he's ever made, but I mean, more or less, only the cat, the only catch he's ever made. Uh, the dude is has nothing else going on. He
0: he He was di-
1: like the, what their fourth receiver, and he time. didn't,
0: and he didn't play another game.
1: No, well, I mean, he kind of went off the deep end, but that's a story for another day. Um, I mean, not to say that he had all the talent in the world as it was, but that catch was pure luck. But I mean. I mean, I saw, like, uh, you know, the Skip Baylesses of the world and stuff debating whether or not uh, the Tyree catch or, or the Edelman catch is uh, more impressive. Um, it's I don't in- know. I, I'm giving it to Tyree personally.
0: Uh, I I agree. I agree because you have to pin it against I mean, your helmet. Like it's just it, that's just that's just it doesn't really matter because that's just stuff to fill the airwaves. From yes, that's just some, to free. Yeah,
1: but uh, you know, I, I mean, if it's if it's up for debate, I'm taking Tyree. But I mean, if you think it's the Edelman catch, I wouldn't argue with you really either.
0: Would you um, do do you agree with people who say that James White should have been the MVP of the game instead of Brady?
1: Yeah, um, I do. Uh, because again, it's, it it goes back to whether or not this is the best game ever. I mean, Brady did not play very well uh, for three quarters, essentially.
0: I I think um, I think it's like the Brady's game gets split up into the first two and a half quarters, everything before they converted that fourth down, and then afterwards.
1: Now, now let's get let's be honest here. The whole reason that there was this major comeback and this incredible comeback is because. They played like such shit for three quarters. Uh, otherwise, it, it wouldn't have. You know, there's no need for a comeback, right? So it makes for a great story. But I mean, you put yourself in that situation, mm-hmm.
0: and that, um, and the, that the, there's
1: got to be something to be said
0: for that. Yeah, the pick six that he threw. Just and it's the second Super Bowl in a row. He also threw a terrible, terrible interception. A red yeah, zone. that was
1: very uncharacteristic of him. But I that that play, I I, I couldn't believe that play. Because that was killer. I mean, you could go down and make that game, what, 14-10. Yeah. Or even if you settle for a field goal, 14-6, and you're within one score, you're going in the half, you're probably winning that game, honestly
0: it would um, actually that was before they got their field goal they tacked on the field goal at the end of the half so it's 14 nothing and they're going down to try and make it 14-3 or 14-7 but you're right i oh, think if it's that's right that's right that's right sorry that's sorry. okay if it's 14 if it's 14-3 at halftime that's still so doable right, as it's opposed not 21-3. to 21-3 right exactly right and yeah brady i don't know uh, he just didn't see Robert Alford or whatever, but he threw a total roast turkey and then you uh, delighted in the image of him on the ground after he missed the tackle and Alford speeding into the end zone. And then, oh, yeah,
1: I, I I like many others, uh, you know, got a little too you know, not cock is not the right word. I just you know, I I, I saw that picture and I thought it was hilarious because, you know, I'm the Patriot hater. I'm the Brady hater. I'm the Belichick hater. Whatever. Uh, even though I bet them, I just thought it was funny that it know, is, that it, image. But it's funny also that I guess uh, in the early edition of the Boston Globe, uh, you know they they put that on the cover.
0: Oh my god! Uh,
1: um, did you see that? No. Oh uh, yeah. They, it, so it was basically that image of him on the ground, uh, you know, running the pick six back. And it said a bitter end, I believe it was, that was the, uh, mm. the headline. So a real, uh, Dewey defeats Truman moment for I, the globe. I, I mean, they only sold so many of them because it was the early edition, but, uh, regardless, uh,
0: that's you know. crazy, man. I, I also wanted to bring up what I thought I think is the most underrated uh, moment of the game, and that is when the Patriots score and, and Stephen Gostowski misses the extra point, it's 28-9, to nine, and they try the onside and it doesn't work, that the Falcons uh, still don't get any points out of that, that they take a, there's a bad holding penalty and then Ryan gets sacked on third down and they go out of field goal range. If they get a field goal there and they make it 31-9, to nine, is uh, you know late late third quarter? I th- do you think the game's over th- right then and there?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean because they had they got twenty eight the Pats and it, you know I mean the game would have played out a little bit differently. Obviously, um, there may have been another onside, but uh, you know they they scored twenty eight. I mean basically as almost as not as time expired, but close to it. Um, so.
0: They, no, they were I think yeah. They... Everyone
1: puts it out of out of out of range.
0: Yeah, I, 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 it's, I It's funny.
1: It's like I you know the way that they blew that game. I mean, like it it was reminiscent of a jet game. Now, honestly, the Jets would never go up on anyone twenty eight to three. But you get the idea. Like the Jets did blow a game against the Pats this year in like similar fashion. Um, yes, they did because, because it, that's the thing people get people don't know how to play the pats up 28 to 3 because it never happens so there's really no precedent for that and um, and then you get all panicky and that's and this is what happens so it's unfortunate but that's what happens well unfortunate for not you but uh, unfortunate for the Falcons I guess
0: and for most of America
1: well right i mean
0: is yeah. it is that the worst sports lo- team sports loss that you've ever seen
1: in a singular game
0: yeah, in one game. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you could even make the argument for the the Cavs uh, beating the the Warriors, um, but of course, that took uh, place over three games. Um, I, but, I, I I mean, that's like that's you can't even compare those. They're, they're too close for me.
0: See, um, I I I don't think you can compare it to anything else because I tried to think of the most brutal losses uh, of the of the this whole you know fifteen year uh time that I've been watching sports and I came up with you know Ray Allen's shot that beat the Spurs in uh Miami and the Patriots losing when they were undefeated against the Giants or the Seahawks throwing it and Malcolm Butler picking it off but in all in all those instances and the Warriors the teams had recent titles
1: right and and also I mean there's it's just something to be said for uh just it's just a twenty-five point deficit. Those other ones didn't. I mean, yeah, the Giants knocked off the, the undefeated Pats, but I mean, as far as a singular game goes, I mean, it was a tight game throughout. Yeah, this is just yeah. a heartbreaking loss, maybe the worst ever, because it's just they were up by so much with really not a lot of time left in the game, and they still managed to blow it. And it was all it's all on them. I mean, the Patriots won the game, but I mean, it's like the old. The old debate. Like, did who or God, did the Patriots win or did the Falcons lose?
0: And the answer is always both.
1: Well, I, right.
0: The right, answer always would, both.
1: If, if you're asking me which was more prominent, I would say the Falcons blew it more than the,
0: no, the Patriots came No back. question. No question. I actually uh, enjoy people talking about this because it just goes to show how just. D- uh, Brady's greatness is ascended to a level where people were like, well, of course he's going to score every single time he has the ball and put the pressure on the Falcons. You know, of course he's going <laughs> to go down. Like, at at my friend turned to me when they got the ball back down 28-20 to 20 and was like, are they going to get the two-point conversion? Even though they had the ball and like, well, even though well, they had to go all, 80 yards.
1: That, that direct snap was ballsy as all hell.
0: They like, and that I and, can't believe they did that. And that direct snap to the running back is the same. They same play they did on the two point conversion that they did against Carolina in the oh four Super Bowl, and then again in oh six. The uh, sorry, January oh seven in San Diego. Both times it was direct snaps to Kevin Fall. So
1: are you subtweeting Dan Quinn now saying that he should have seen it coming?
0: A little, a, a little bit. That's they've used that play a bunch. Oh, yeah, I mean you're right. All right. Like, we, we we were we were a little choppy there for a second. We're gonna ride it out with FaceTime audio. I feel like this is on me for recommending that we do FaceTime audio, but
1: well, I mean, it's whatever. You know, Steve Jobs is having a good chuckle over this, I'm sure, <laughs> um, uh, you know, as he tends to as, as my as I uh, go through my third uh, iPhone charger. Oh, that's and, a... uh, my fourth iPhone screen. Ooh,
0: that's um, that's he's
1: he's getting his he's he's getting his laughs, and I'm sure.
0: That's 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 another that's a podcast story for another time. How did Listen, Matt we lose have
1: his? So t- many topics we need to cover, but so what do we got? Kanye and, and Steve Jobs Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. So far, type. we'll add it to the list. I'll right, keep I it on your tab. Keeping, I hope you're keeping track. So, do you think that the Falcons, who now are gonna have replaced Kyle Shanahan with uh, Steve Sarkeesian, who was the Alabama offensive coordinator, do you think that they can? Get back to the playoffs uh, with a high seed again next year.
1: I don't see why not. I mean, I, I don't. I honestly don't think Sarkeesian to Shanahan is going to make any difference.
0: Honestly, hmm. wow. I, I
1: don't know why it would. Honestly, could you could you care to explain why it would? I,
0: I don't know. I think that it's really maybe. Maybe the argument is no matter what, even if they had Shanahan again next year, the offense isn't going to be as historically good as it was this year. That there was going to be some sort of regression, and whatever regression they make next year would happen with Shanahan as well as Sarkeesian, so it's a wash. But right. but I I agree that they have they are in a much better spot now than Carolina was a year ago when they lost the Super Bowl because they have managed their cap better and paid their players better.
1: Clearly. Yeah, I, I just don't see. I mean, like you said, there's always natural regression.
0: Um, and they so were, that's, they they, they going to happen. They also uh, are going to get Desmond Trufant back, and their defense is really young. Deion Jones was a monster in that game. I can't believe he's only a rookie. Uh, right. And they still have Julio, who hopefully will not have the little nagging foot injuries that he always has. And the 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 real question mark for me is because Matt Ryan has been sporadically excellent in his career, uh, and then other years he's been very normal. So I don't know. Are if... you
1: about to ask is Matt Ryan elite?
0: Essentially, I'm. Ugh, I, I, I hate this question. Well, it's 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 not. I I'm not asking whether he's elite. I'm asking if he can be. Uh, Excellent again. Can he like be an MVP caliber quarterback again?
1: Oh, I don't see why not. I mean, like, um, listen, I, 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 it's weird because you can't really make the Peyton Manning comparison, um, at least not yet. But this this year to me felt very like old school Peyton. Did it not?
0: That's a uh, I, I, I like that.
1: You know, like a ton of off, uh, the ton of regular season success put up the numbers, MVP, balled out all through the playoffs. Um, but then when it counted, and, you know, against the Patriots, like Peyton used to do, um, he shit the bed. So, I mean, this was just like a vintage Peyton season, if you want to look at it that way.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. But
1: is he in a league quarterback? Are we going to go in, into that I in that, Well, that's, well
0: that's, that's stupid, because I think that... Uh, I think he is uh, like Cam Newton, where he's... Uh, unquestionably one of the six or seven most talented quarterbacks and just year to year he may be uh, uh you know up there with Brady and Rogers or he may not be
1: right I'm not ready to I, it, see that question is always so silly and it's almost become like a meme at this point oh yeah well with
0: with with Flacco with Flacco it's definitely a meme Well, with Flacco
1: but just the word elite has become like its own meme yes uh in the last few years it all depends on your uh, your definition of that word um i don't know I, I won't even speak on it but i do think he's a terrific quarterback but um one this year was statistically not an anomaly because i don't think that'd be giving him, him enough credit but um i i think it was a little bit you know i don't know i'm trying to it was a bit of a statistical outlier. Like, I don't think he's going to be this good for for like literally ever. Um, I think this is probably his best year. But, you
0: right. Know. I don't think, and I where I think he could be, you know, eighty eight to ninety two percent as good as this. But I don't think he could be this good ever again in a single season.
1: All right. So do you do you play Madden at all? Because
0: I don't. I do not.
1: Uh, i was going to say what what was Matt Ryan's rating going into the year and what do you think
0: Matt Th- and That is a that is a fantastic question. I'm sure he was right around uh low 90s. Uh I'm right. sure he was like 92 or something I'm going to 95 going
1: into next year. And
0: next year he should totally be mid 90s. That's right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: 90, maybe 96. Uh
0: That's what uh, you that's what you earn. But
1: Brady's still got to be Brady still got to be a 98.
0: And Rod uh, and Rogers should.
1: has got to be. I mean,
0: Rogers is ninety nine, baby. He's the tote. He's the most talented of all time. He's the tote.
1: The tote. I like that. Uh, I, that's a new one for me.
0: Um, I, I came up with it on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. I think Rodgers is the most talented quarterback to ever pick up a football.
1: Okay, that's 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 a fair assessment, um, and I would probably agree with you. Uh, at but, 99, I think he would be the only 99.
0: He's the only 90, uh, only, only quarterback 99, certainly. And yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So when so you the the fact that you bet on the Super Bowl, a lot of people bet on the Super Bowl, but you I, I like bet on a lot of things. You bet on a lot of different sports things. I mean, like
1: if it has a pulse, I'll bet on it. Usually.
0: So so what um, so what do like, like sparked you getting into that? And how do you manage to not lose a bunch of money doing it all the time? Um,
1: well, I've kind of had to cool it recently because like every year I go in and tell myself that I'm good at betting basketball, NBA and college. And it turns out it, it just, it never works. Um, especially with college, it's so hard. There's 90 games a night and yeah, don't bet gotta,
0: on don't bet on college basketball.
1: Well, uh, unfortunately, that ship has sailed. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it it's just it's like anything like NFL. I it's great because I can just pick and choose my spots. There's with the bye weeks is what twelve or thirteen games a week or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I usually will pick like you know four of them that I'm most confident in. Um, I mean the number is gonna vary week to week but I'm not getting into too deep um, and I'm, I'm I'm definitely better at betting football than I am at betting basketball
0: um, and I believe you tweeted out I believe you tweeted out you're against the spread totals from the last two years and you were uh, what like 50 58 percent a year ago and 60 percent this year
1: 60 percent this year and I think in college football is 61.8 this year, very uh, I, very nice. I, I'm not positive that's the number, but it was sixty something. Um, but yeah, don't. Uh, that's why I stopped tweeting out basketball picks because a it became tedious and people started unfollowing me um, because it was getting annoying and and the majority of people don't care. Um, but also, I was losing and it wasn't good for my hashtag brand. Right. Um, so I'm just keeping it to football um, as far as that goes. Um, but yeah, football—you can do a lot more research too. Uh, you have six days or whatever to prepare mm-hmm. um, for Sunday. I mean, I usually don't bet the Thursday games. Um, but basketball—it's every night. I mean, you can only put a minimal amount of research on, on any given night, um, which probably adds to that too. So, um, just just a just a word of advice: if you if you haven't started, you know, gambling uh, heavily. Uh, just don't um, yeah. the same way I would tell you to not start smoking cigarettes or uh, you know any any other illicit substances uh, this can kind of oh, hold on disclaimer I am perfectly fine because <laughs> I just realized the, the road that I was going down with that sentence makes it seem like I should be in like uh, a home right. uh, a halfway house or whatever um, no, that's not the case. I, 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 bet within my means, um, only bet what you can stand to lose and, right. uh, you know, just gamble responsibly if you choose to, but just, just don't, if you haven't started yet, um, because not everyone can handle themselves. Definitely not. It's like anything else. I so. could,
0: I could barely handle it when we played in the fantasy, uh, finals a couple years ago. Right. And and that's all I can stand to do is bet on fantasy football. Which, by the way, now that you are no longer in the league, I won multiple leagues this year.
1: Yeah, I, I stepped away from fantasy football after leave uh, after uh, winning. Um, no,
0: you yeah, you dropped the mic.
1: Right, I dropped the mic. You know, I, I left on on the shoulders, uh, rode it out into the sunset. However you want to say it, um, you know,
0: it was a good note so to I'm end like on. A
1: mythical, I'm like a mythical creature. You mm-hmm.
0: Know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh,
1: yeah. Never to be seen or heard from again in the fantasy circuit, because I just, I, and this is, again, I could go into on, on a spiel for this for hours, um, how fantasy, especially in football, has ruined uh, the sport. Um, maybe not ruined, <laughs> that might be a little uh, extra, but it's, it's put a damper on it for me. Definitely. Um, but we can go into a conversation another time with that.
0: We'll add that, um, we'll talk about Kanye, Steve Jobs, and fantasy football.
1: Right, because I, I have very strong opinions on that. Uh, if I was back in college, I would probably write my dissertation on that. <laughs> so.
0: And do a couple of things. One, do you want the Knicks to trade Carmelo Anthony? No. No. I no. love, I, I need to hear your explanation as to why you don't want them to trade him.
1: Um, first of all, because I know trading him would make Phil happy, and I don't want Phil to be happy. <laughs> uh, that's first and foremost. Two, um, I believe, well, no, hold on, I'll go two with this. Two, Mello is my favorite Nick ever. He's my favorite basketball player ever, and it's not even close. Um, I just enjoy watching the guy play. Um, just, just, just an all around good guy. Um, and you know what? He hasn't caused a whole big stink here where he easily could have. Um, he's been, he's been a, a, you know, He's, he's gone through a lot of shit with the Knicks, uh, don't get me wrong. And he's really, for the most part, kept his mouth shut and kind of, you know, soldiered on. He's had his little moments, but you know what? Honestly, I, I don't know who wouldn't. Um, and three, um, I think that as, mu- as much as people think Porzingis is a star already, um, I don't think he's quite there yet. He's not. Um, and I, I think Melo, at the right time, is willing to, uh, you know, seed the superstar role on the team uh, to Perzingis. Um, when he's it's ready. It's just a matter. It's just a matter of time. Mm. He's not there yet. And the thing is, is that the, the media wants to make it where uh, um, Melo wants to be the number one guy. He's not going to win a championship unless he goes. If he goes anywhere else and he wants to honestly win a championship, you know he's going to be the number two guy, or or if not the third guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's okay with you know seeding his uh, his superstardom or, or whatever you want to call it. Um, but it's just got to be the right time. Um, and then I think it, it's not crazy to think that the Knicks couldn't add a third guy. Um, maybe I'm crazy. I think that John Wall could come here, but. Wow. Uh, well, no, I, I, that's just me being wishful. They, I, I don't just, think that it's actually gonna happen. That
0: that dude is so good.
1: Imagine, imagine
0: what? Imagine John Wall, Rose, and Porzingis. That'd be fun. It'd be very fun. Yeah, funny.
1: and the and the garden would be the garden again. And uh, you know, the thirty for thirty would be crazy.
0: So, Matt, if you could replace <laughs> your your Knicks, Jets, Mets, if you could replace and fire. Okay, if you could fire one front office person on any of these teams, who is it? And why is it James Dolan? Uh, I don't
1: know. I, I don't know if it would definitely be James Dolan, honestly.
0: Would it? Um, would it be Phil? You know,
1: the only reason I say that is because I've had this conversation before. James Dolan is a clown. He has no idea. He has no idea what he's doing, but still insists on being hands on with the team.
0: The worst. Um,
1: but with that said at least at least he will he will throw money at the team right for the good of the for the good of the team um whereas i had to deal with the Ponds with the mets who are complete cheapskates they've been riding out this made off scam for the last 10 years now or however however long it's been because it's just a convenient excuse for them they should have sold the team when it happened they didn't um and woody johnson's kind of the same way with the Jets. um but you know, Dolan's just so bad. I guess gun the head, I'm taking him. Um, but I will give him credit for at least just throwing money at problems. It's never good money. I mean, look at you know Eddie Curry and Steve Francis. And, joke, and, joke,
0: joking, joking, Noah.
1: Joking, Noah, and uh, more even Phil Jackson. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's not good Joe. money. No, that's not good money, and no, I, need I need Phil. I need on the next plane out of here. I can't stand looking at him; it <laughs> makes me sick. He makes me physically ill. I can't look at him. <laughs> I, I just—I get a pit in my stomach. I, and I was all for it. I was all for it.
0: I mean, how could you, you know not what? be, right? How could you not be? It's at Phil. The time. It's Phil. Right.
1: It's the great Phil Jackson. But you know what? Like, this has just gone so far. He's thrown so many people under the bus. To save his own ass, he doesn't even want to be doing this. So no I don't know why it, it, he cares it, it, about his reputation he, uh, so it, much. That it it, just it feels
0: like it feels like he is just in it to get paid. Yeah, but it's like, doesn't
1: he have enough money? Like, what does that dude do all day? It's really like it's really strange. He could strange. just retire. He could just retire and smoke weed and do Sudoku puzzles all day, <laughs> and he be fine. Dude, it cost him his relationship with uh, Genie Bus too.
0: It no. did. It totally did.
1: It totally did. They were they were young and in love, and next thing you know, they're done. And she's uh, uh, she's banging someone else. I forget who 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 it was.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, she's already
1: on to the next one.
0: On to the next.
1: Exactly. So so he listen. He deserves it. He deserves all of it. All the ill will he's getting because of this decision, just for the money's sake. He deserves all of it. So you know what? Whatever. I can't talk about it anymore because I'm gonna hurl.
0: Alright, so before we get out of here We're going to bring it full circle back to the Super Bowl I'm really glad we got a, a, a chunk of Nick's talk in there Because I really wanted to hear you go on some sort of rant And that is what we got We got to Phil, we got it uh, Yeah, yeah is, So, in your mind, is there, is there any debate about Brady being the best quarterback ever now?
1: No, I mean, there wasn't before this game They could have lost In my mind, they could have lost that game 56 to nothing, And he still would have been the best ever Wow. Um, that's just me, personally um, you know, uh, but uh, you know, I th- there's no debate now. There's just no debate now.
0: Would uh, uh, so so if you if you if there's three minutes left in a game and you need to go the length of the field for a touchdown, you're putting it in his hands.
1: Uh, Chad Pennington won. Brady two. <laughs> nah, just
0: kidding. It's Brady. <laughs> I Hey, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Chad Pennington uh, uh, was pretty good.
1: Chad Pennington is my favorite Jet of all time.
0: Love that. Um, Love that.
1: Yeah. Uh, don't ever forget, too, um, when the Dolphins were 1 15. And then they um, fucking
0: went 11 and 5 the next year with Pennington.
1: Well, remi- reminding you why they got Pennington was because we decided to kick Pennington to the curb and, uh, you know, bring in Brett Favre.
0: Um, oh my so. God! And then that final, and yeah, then the Patriots needed the Jets to beat the Dolphins in the final year, final week of the season for Matt Castle to get into the playoffs, and Favre crapped the bed.
1: That was the Wildcat year, right? When that when they first that like, was the Wildcat. That's the Wildcat. right. That was
0: the year when who was it? Dan, what, what Dan was, Henning
1: was the offensive coordinator.
0: What? I who? Believe. Who was that? They they had a running back in that Wildcat Ronnie game. Brown? Who, Ronnie Brown. I was gonna say it was Ronnie. I was yeah, gonna say yeah, it was Ronnie Brown. Ronnie Brown went ape shit that game they beat him 38-13 I'll never forget that week 3 of 08
1: yeah so so you know Chad Pennington just an all time great um (laughs) belongs in the hall
0: I just wait wait
1: can we talk about how T.O. is not not in the hall oh
0: thank you thank you this is... I cannot believe how much traction this has gotten. I thought that the... Good. It deserves to. I thought that the Baseball Hall of Fame was the only, like, Hall of Fame voters who were just so out of touch and so, like, old school. Like, uh, I, I, it, it is totally sickening that Terrell Owens is not in the Hall of Fame.
1: So what did what did T.O. do? Uh, he broke out a Sharpie. Uh, he put the ball in the middle of the Cowboy uh, star. Uh... You know, he did all his other BS. He did
0: did the popcorn. He said, that's my quarterback.
1: Popcorn, that's my quarterback. Uh, He did the sit-ups in his driveway that one
0: time. Oh, and he's the second or third best receiver ever.
1: Right, exactly. (laughs) Um, And and it's just so hypocritical, honestly, in a league that has been so... Throughout the course, not even just recently, throughout the course of, of history, just murderers, rapists... Domestic abusers, drug dealers, drug users—like you're gonna really keep him out for like just his antics, honest to God.
0: Sick and know, out is a hall I of famer. Said, I
1: was saying this to my roommate yesterday. You cannot play in the NFL unless unless you're 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 tapped in the head.
0: You it's can't true. be a successful
1: NFL player unless you're tapped in the head. So to keep T. O. out because he's tapped in the head is just hypocritical. He's just a different sort of tapped. Right, he's a little more diva-ish, whereas people are just actual natural-born killers.
0: Right, Brady, uh, Brady's a sociopath.
1: You know, but then, but then we'll have, then we'll have, uh, you know, Ray Lewis for the Hall of Fame reading Bible verses uh, at the podium. Uh, like he didn't murder. Listen, it's just, it's just it's just so hypocritical. Everything is hypocritical about it. He better get in. He better get in eventually, though.
0: Yeah, he'd bet. No, I, I I think I honestly think they'll they'll get raked over the coals for this so hard this year that it'll flip next year and he'll get in. Oh, yeah,
1: like you said, it, it's gotten some 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 decent traction. Uh, definitely.
0: And so, you're and you're right. It should because he needs to be in there.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So, I mean, it, it's just it's right. He's just he's. Top, I would say he's top five. I'd have to, rev- I'd have to look more into it. Honestly, I'd have to
0: go back and look at it. But I just remember him in the Super Bowl, P- Pats Eagles, him playing with like a screw in his foot. It was like six weeks God, after he broke leg, his ankle, ankle, and he had or like or a hundred, he had like hundred and forty five yards just yeah. severely hampered. It was ridiculous. And he had a
1: big time like uh, uh, a catch, and it was like a fifty yard catch too, where he ran after the catch. Nasty. Uh, yeah, exactly. So I, I just don't get it. I, I just don't. Doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Well, Matt, I think that uh, to review your first podcast uh, here on Fighting Fire with Friday, the AJ Road Show, I give it an absolute solid A minus. All right, I mean, total you know, A minus. Like, given
1: given that we've never interacted before, unless it, unless you include uh, <laughs> you know the internet, which right, you know, I, it, it's valid. But I mean, like you know, we, we barely had any time.
0: To we're, work this out any, this any is we 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 broke bread on fighting fire with fire, and I wouldn't have it any other way. And right. next time, I'm gonna tr- trudge out to Med- Medford, and we're gonna sit down, and we're gonna talk about. We're just gonna do an all encompassing Kanye, Steve Jobs, fantasy football plus a gazillion other things
1: Kanye and Steve Jobs kind of go hand in hand so we could almost
0: name one genius that ain't crazy
1: exactly
0: exactly
1: Uh, we could could honestly theoretically two two birds one cup knock that out one one oh my
0: god a Kanye uh, a Kanye Jobs pod sounds great I'm I'm like I'm grinning I
1: I like that idea it's a little it's a little out there but you know so is Kanye and so is Steve Jobs
0: (laughs) honestly
1: so I, I like the concept.
0: Matt, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to call in on the show and to talk about the Super Bowl and to talk about the Knicks. Is there anything you want to say to the people before we get you out of here?
1: Uh, no, nah, nothing really. I mean, I, w- I was going to plug my, my Twitter. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, no, no, no. We're, uh, we can follow you on Twitter.com at
1: what? T-H-E yep. Matt M- M-A-T-T. Heinrichs H I N R I C H S. Um, you got you
0: got you got fifty thousand retweets one time.
1: No, not fifty thousand retweets. I wish that's a lot. I did get twenty. I think it was twenty three, but then I think a, a bunch of people un-retweeted it, so it's like twenty two point eight now. Uh, but fifty k uh, favorites. You know, you know. Uh, I, I've been trying to use that as a pickup line. success.
0: No oh, you
1: success. <laughs> But
0: uh, and it was you know, for it was we're, we're for on it. it was for circling the word consent behind Trump's head on the debate, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I forget I I forget where it was, but uh they had like a bunch of constitutional uh BS behind their behind their heads.
0: And it, uh, yeah. It was like I
1: just happened to catch that and I was like holy crow.
0: And it was and th- and that was a thing where you didn't like spam it or anything. You literally just wrote lol and tweeted that picture and it just Dude. took off.
1: So, I don't really know how it happened. I know a bunch of people retweeted that I follow who I guess you know it's like anything else. It just it went from there. But what ended up happening was Sarah Silverman retweeted me, and that's why it it blew up.
0: Oh, okay.
1: now, how she got a hold of it? I don't know, but you know the the legend remains
0: there you go so um
1: yeah, but that was a fun night, and uh you know a lot more where that came from uh you know, just pugging the old Twitter.
0: That's right. So follow Matt. I think he's a great follow. And you, as always, you can listen to all episodes of Fighting Fire with Fire at SoundCloud.com slash Fighting Fire with Fire. Give us a like or a comment on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The AJ Rose Show. Hit me up on Twitter at The AJ Rose Show or on Twitter, Snapchat, or Instagram at A Jeremy Rose. And uh, Matt, say bye to the people, baby.
1: Hey, take care, everybody. Be safe. Uh, and AJ, was great talking to you.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. For Matt Heinrichs, I'm AJ Rose. You've been listening to Fighting Fire with Fire. We will see you guys next time. Cheers.